And that's, that's a, you make a very valid point to, to look into your heart and everything else. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, with, with the killing of George Floyd, after I started taking a real look at it, I think it was more of a police brutality issue. Yeah, no, you. Yeah. Cool. Um, but I, and that, again, because, because I believe in systemic racism, I think it could have played a role. Do I think it was as big of a, of, of a, of a, of a point mm-hmm. of why what happened happened? Maybe. I think, I think that whether his, his biases, subconscious or conscious definitely could have led to that decision i some in my head yeah but these are things assumptions we're making here i know and in my head i'm like well part of me wishes that the guy could have been white so we could have seen what would have happened but also and you know it it ties into ask yourself this if it it was white on white maybe it wouldn't have happened i i don't think if if the same thing had happened with george floyd he was white right Mm -hmm. i think that everything that's happening now would still be happening but race, race, the race issue wouldn't be as heavily tied in. Because regardless, I think that the police system has been messed up for a little bit. And mm-hmm. again, there are good cops out there. And yeah. God bless them. Thank you for doing yeah. your job. Thank you for caring. But nobody's saying no cops are bad. Nobody's saying no yeah. cops are racist. Yeah. There's obviously racist cops. But, but how do we determine who are the actual racist cops? How, how, do we, how can we just look at their actions and say, oh yeah, that was... Like, unless he's literally yelling or saying, we need to kill this person because he's that race, you know? And look into it. Even still, like, maybe they're saying, well, he's committed all these crimes. Like, he's done this or he's done that. Like, not to say, oh, because he's that race, he's going to do that. But because he's doing that, you know? We have to look at why are we, why are they being targeted? And, and we can't, why, why are we assuming that, that it has just, like, I don't know. I, I don't no, know. No, I, had to go no, over no, it, quite over and over. Yeah, you know? but uh, let's just end it with this. Yeah. Uh, for people listening, if you feel like you have a really good rebuttal, reply, or response to this, please message us. Let us yeah. know. Talk about it. This is why we're doing this, so that people can have these important discussions. And me and Brandon don't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Do we have different viewpoints? Sure. Do we have yeah. some agreeing viewpoints? Sure. But the point of this is to encourage and promote discussion, whether it's with us, with your friends, with your family. Mm-hmm. It's a serious conversation you have to, that you have to have. And... Again, Brandon isn't saying that racism doesn't exist. I think it's a bigger issue than he thinks it is, which is which well, is. Well, I think it's racism or not, not is a bigger issue, issue but being more present. Yeah, more present. Not not a bigger issue, but it's just it's more. Well, maybe from your perspective, of course. Yeah, but, but yeah. at the same time, we both we both didn't grow up in like we grew up shelter. We didn't exactly. grow up in black. We didn't grow up, grow up in these big communities. You know, we yeah. both came from more of a. Uh, what did I say exactly? Like, like we didn't come up from that. You know, so from our perspective, we can't really. Like we, exactly. we have a we lot, we're very we're limited to our knowledge. You know, we're really young. We don't, we don't completely know everybody's perspective. There's plenty of people that in both communities, not just in the black but in the white, that just don't see that way. They don't see these this injusticeness, and I've seen it through many people, and that's why I'm saying we can't disregard that. You know, we definitely can't disregard that. Um, I I don't know if there are other points that you that you want to bring up before. Oh. Before what? Oh, just I just didn't know if there's anything else you want to bring up specifically that you have wrote down. Oh, because otherwise uh, I'm probably one... just gonna be. Reading off some stuff. <laughs> oh sure, you want you can read off one thing. Real quick. No, you, you one can last go. main point, the one topic to talk about if you want to talk about. It. But go ahead, yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, the, so with the whole looking at the case by case thing, mm-hmm. and I, I know we're jumping back and forth, so bear with us. This is That's like okay, we got to cover as much as we can. Yeah, you know? but what, uh, finally have like a set example. It was same crime, same courtroom, same judge in the same day with different mm-hmm. results. Um, chase you know? uh, a white male, chase. Uh, Ligner, who was 19, yeah. did armed robbery. No contest plea. 138.2 points. Two years in a county jail. Mm-hmm. Lemire Lloyd, armed robbery at 21, no contest plea, 
total points 138.2 26 years in prison yeah, yes. see, that's the thing, though. I'm not saying there's no injustice. There's obviously yeah. cases of injustice. Again, that I are, was just throwing that example yeah. out there so people yeah. could There's obviously examples of injustice. There's plenty of people that go in the jail that are, they're not guilty, and they go in jail being claimed guilty, you know? And the justice system obviously needs some reform, and, like, there's always going to be cases, no matter what system you have, where people get no justice or they get misjustice, you know? That's just yeah. going to happen. And we can claim it to be race, we claim it not to be. But at the end of the day, um, yeah. that's just going to be a thing. And I don't disagree with you. That's a great point. That's a great uh, thing to bring up. Thank you. But, you know? yeah, definitely go ahead and, uh, and say something else. Because so, there are some very oh, interesting videos. Because I'm, yeah. I'm very, yeah, I'm I very a lot of videos. confused. Um, because the way that you, you are, or not, I'm not confused. But, like, it's just it's interesting. Because, like, whenever we talk, mm-hmm. you seem a lot more open-minded than you're. And I, I just have a photo set because it's been bugging me. Talk right now? Yeah, yeah, like, you are so much more open-minded when we well, talk in person, but the videos you send me are well, so more closed-minded than well, you actually Well, I'm not are. trying to come across as closed-minded. I feel like, I'm, personally, I don't know if you agree with this, but I feel like I'm very open-minded in general. Like, the reason why I send a lot of you these videos is because I don't, I'm not saying you're closed-minded, but, like, I'm just giving you what other people are saying just to give you more okay. open stuff because I'm not one-sidedness. I mean, obviously, I believe there's things in my, like, in my inner, you know, my, that's my concrete foundation, but at the end of the day... I'm willing to see you're absolutely right in a lot of things. You know, this is all from perspective. You know, you're speaking from your perspective and what you experience. And a lot of these people that are promoting Black Lives Matter are speaking from their perspective. I'm not denying them of that that they may have experienced racism in their past and that they may experience racism through a system. But at the end of the day, we have to look at what the truth is, what they actually have access to, what people, what rights people actually have, and like we have to look at all that stuff. And I think this is a great topic I want to talk about because we talked about it before: white privilege. Let's talk about it. Oh, you know? man. Okay, Let's so before we get on the topic of right privilege, because this yeah, is like, important, yeah. I want you to just answer yes or no yeah. and give like a two-sentence reason why if you can. Yeah. Do you believe in systemic racism? Do I believe that there is? Oh, of course, yeah, there's systemic racism. There the is fuck? a systemic racism. There is a systemic racism, but is it, in, is it overwhelming in our country? I don't believe so. I believe there is such thing as systemic racism. I believe there is such thing as a white privilege, but... but what do you like, mean by a white privilege? Like... Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Who has... Can you name me one person who has more collision? Michael Jordan, Obama, like The Rock, any of those like black actors or celebrities or anything. Can you name me one person okay. so, that can go on the news and make a bunch of statements that a white person can do the same thing and not get backlash for? Name me one, one person that has more privilege than them. In the, in the sense of making some type of, of comment that can be deemed... Not just comments, just anything. They, get, they, they just get looked... They get, like... Just name me one. Like, What's the problem? You're, you're, talking, you're talking about a president celebrity, though. Well, not just a president. I don't know look if that's at the really NBA. Compared. Look at all the, the black... Look at like, all the other black actors. Look at, like, all these different people. Like, there's a lot of them. There are a lot of them. And, like, can you name me one person that has more See, privilege than I have them? a very interesting rebuttal. Let me, let me put it to you this way. Yeah. Um... And again, excluding excluding actors, mm-hmm. because I think that, they're, that actors have become way more predominant in media, which I'm very happy for. Mm-hmm. But... Um, how many, how many white CEOs and successful business yeah. people can you name a lot and, compared and I, to African Americans? And obviously, but there's also more white people than black people at the same time. But like, obviously, like there's that small percentage of the top, top 1% that they probably have a lot of white privilege. I don't feel like this is going to be rebuttal after rebuttal. You know, but like, um, 
But like, why? Let me ask you this: Why can I, why can I not play in the NBA? If I had a lot of skill, why can I not play in it? I'm a white. Let me ask you a question: Why guy, am I, I black and I still can't play basketball? Yeah, like, like there's plenty of white people that are very good at basketball but can't get into the NBA. Why are we not talking about that? Like, and obviously we can argue. Oh, it used to be white before. I mean, I'm, no, I'm not going to deny there's there's totally a stereotype of black people when it comes to basketball. I don't. Well, I don't know. Just a stereotype. It's like, can we argue that that's black privilege? You know, like. I'm not trying to say that, but like, I wish I had the extra no, bone no, in my body to be about, able to let's jump talk six about feet. Black versus white privilege. If you yeah. really want to get into the nitty gritty like, of that, you know, this is gonna be a very interesting. Well, no, like I wish I had that ability to jump six feet and dunk. You know, I wish so I could. You automatically assume we can jump. Six no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, why do you think that most sports, football, basketball? The, 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 they're very athletic. That's y'all should give yourself some props. Y'all can run. Y'all can jump. No. Like seriously, I'm not trying to be racist. This is the truth. Like I'm not trying. Like to be look racist. at no. Like this isn't a racist statement. Like this is just the truth. Like why is it, it, it you see more people? It really goes into genetics. Of yeah, it's genetics. And like, like we, but is that that's not black privilege? That's not. It really isn't at the end of the day. Like I mean, we can we can argue that it is, but we're not going to because like. Like, uh, there's, uh, like, I can name you a black uh, CEO, Oprah Winfrey. She, she's a CEO. I, I Googled last yeah, night. Name I mean, me another. I mean, uh, I Google. You can just Google it right now. No, but uh, aside from Googling, because this whole, I'm going to say this like, goes into a mentality. But why, do you think, thing. like, okay, so you named, um, you named, obviously, I know you've kind of made a mistake with this, but you named C, uh, Bill Gates as a CEO. He's also the founder of Microsoft. But why, how do you think they got there, Thomas? How do you think they got there to be I mean, where they are? I mean, don't get me wrong. Were, you know, they, were they got... Were they just handed people? that stuff? They did just not work for any of that, you know? Like, no, but can you also deny that some families do just hand things down to their the, No, absolutely they do. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I actually kind of want to get into uh, that, what you just said, because... You make a great point. Yeah, be, there are plenty of instances where people get handed stuff, but just because you're handed wealth does not mean you're going to be guaranteed success in life. You're not going to be guaranteed like this privilege or whatever. That it we're, definitely uh, gives you an edge. It does. It definitely does, but it doesn't guarantee you that you're going to be above everybody else. There's plenty of people that can be given like millions of dollars and then end up broke and homeless for the rest of their life because of bad decisions they made. I can give you, I'm not trying to give you an example of that necessarily, but I can give you something, I can tell you something probably nobody knows about. I don't, I'm sure you didn't know this about this, but so, um, my dad, um, are you still recording? No, I'm still recording. I'm just, I'm looking at stuff because I saved certain things. Just to give you some perspective, my dad, I don't know if I should bring this up on the podcast, but he told me If you don't, if you don't. Well, no, he said, he said it's fine. I mean, it's not really big deal, but like. Like a lot of just so, be so, careful, man. Like no, whatever no. we say is between us. Like I don't want to like no, your parents fine. to be no, named they, on the they podcast. Are, like they, nobody really knows. So like so my dad he he when he came down here to to to, to Myrtle well he went down to Myrtle Beach first. He went down to South Carolina first. He came up from Pennsylvania, and he came down here with fifty bucks to his name. Literally, he quit his job. Well, we kind of lost it because uh, they wanted to do him to do something that was kind of scummy, and he didn't want to do it. So they fired respect, him. Respect, respect. Yeah, and they wanted him to cheat somebody out of something, and he didn't want to do it, and. And he came down to Myrtle Beach with 50 bucks of his name, living in a tent. Literally, living in a tent. And then he started working bars and restaurants, and then he got married to my mom. And now he's doing real estate, and he's probably, he was probably up to until like 2009, probably, I don't want to make this claim, but he's probably one of the highest, if not highest paid people in Brunswick County because of real estate and stuff. He made, I don't want to say how much he made, but he made quite a bit. No, and but he is. But after 2009, when the economy crashed and everything, mm-hmm. and like everything went down, just, just continue. Don't, so, don't worry about it. Uh, hopefully, okay. So yeah, basically, fine. so, so, we, so the, the other night, the economy crashed, 
And we, it got so bad to a point where, I don't know if you know this, but we lived on food stamps for a little while. Like, literally three or four months. I don't think like, like many people realize that. Like, we live in St. James in a, big, in a big, wealthy community, and we're living on food stamps. And that's because like, they made bad investments. They spent too much money in certain areas. They, they didn't make the best choices with money. And I didn't even know this. For, when I grew up, I knew it was, we, had, we, we, we almost lost our house at one point. And uh, as far, a kid, and I think parents trying to shelter. Yeah. And like, yeah, I, I was saying it was hard, but I didn't know that, that it was that bad. But like, where is, like, how can we sit there and say that, oh, like, we were just, by, because we were white, we were guaranteed to have the success. We, you just can't blatantly say that. I'm not saying you are, but like, a lot of people would, would, would say that. And obviously, like, I, I'm put at more advantage because of like me my parents being better off now like obviously we're fine now you know and everything and like my parents helped me pay for a lot of my school but i think i'm not gonna say his name but i think me and you both know somebody who has been handed a lot of stuff who and i think our best friend she could tell you who has mm-hmm. been handed a lot of stuff and i'm not gonna say his name who's doing nothing with his life you know who i'm talking about right i think so yeah yeah you know our best friend the, like, like she could tell you exactly that he's been, he's been doing new stuff and, like, he has no job. He's just sitting at home all the time, you know? I'm not going to say his name. Yeah. I'm not going to single him out. But that just shows, goes to show you that when you don't make good decisions in life, when you just throw all the things you read, like, obviously, we're not all going to start at the same place. Race, whatever. Put it all aside, like, and that, and they have, there's people, the white, white, white people that start off poorer than some white people. But at the end of the day, that's not the argument. The argument is, like, we can all start... At different places, and there's obviously wealth privilege. There's privilege in being more wealthy. Of course there is, but that doesn't guarantee you anything. But at the end of the day, um, it doesn't really matter where you start. It's where you want to go and how you're going to get there. That's what you need to you need to take your hands and life your life in your hands and take action and decide. You know what? I'm going to get what I'm going to get, no matter how long it takes me to get there and how much more work I have to do. Whether it be because of the color of my skin, whether it be because of the wealth I start off with. And you know what? Maybe I'm not saying that that race has not the de- race has definitely played a role up until now of of putting people at a, them at a disadvantage. I'm not disagreeing with that. But regardless, if even if that's true, don't let that be a barricade for you. Don't like raise your k- kids and grandkids telling them that they have this barricade in their life that they can't get rid of because of the, uh, something they can't help. That doesn't put them in a, that puts them at a disadvantage for the rest of their life. You know. Like, if you tell them, no matter, you can do whatever you want. Like, literally, you can become president, like they said back in the day, you know? Like, that was, like, the highest quota, you know? And now we've had a black president, you know? And, like, what more, like, can we do to show that we that we have all the opportunities? Maybe they're harder for some than others, but it, they are. They're always going to be harder for some than others. Some people have more access to stuff. Some people have more connections. Some people have more wealth. And are there white people that have privilege? Yeah, but is that... But can, are we going to sit here and say that that's just straight up white privilege? Is that really fair to do? Doesn't that take it away a lot of the achievements that those people have earned? You know? I'm not entirely I'm sorry sure. I'm sorry that's a lot. <laughs> no, no, I know. It's not a lot. It, it's good. It's yeah. very good. I think part of that was why it's associated and tied into white privilege. Isn't, I understand isn't that, just yeah. be, because of history, but also because, again, you guys are the minority. Yeah. So can you really give a privilege to a minority? In certain cases, yes. But, excuse me again. And, and you make up some very valid points. And Destiny was actually making some valid points on that as well, mm-hmm. which is I'm hoping to bring her on, on the podcast mm-hmm. as well. 
And at the end of the day, there, there's a duplicity too. Hopefully, it. I didn't talk too fast. I hope people could understand me. I kind of got I was, I was gonna mention stress. that, like, which is why I'm trying to talk slow as well because yeah. I have the same problem. But like me, you, and Destiny, whenever we talk fast, oh, we're able to I, hear each other. But when it's recording, yeah. it's a little different. Yeah. I think you're okay. Sorry, if anybody needs to go back and rewind, please, by all means. I just know yeah. I had a lot to say. You try to slow down and, just a little bit. Yeah. But like, other than that, you're fine. Because like, yeah, I was thinking about it because I could understand you. Yeah. And I was like, people aren't used. To people talking. No, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I've yeah, had to train you, myself to yeah. talk slower during the yeah. podcast. Sorry about that. Yeah. You no, you're fine, dude. Like it just shows that you are enthusiastic and energetic. Yeah. Um, and even every now and again, I'll I'll catch myself talking too fast, and I'll have to yeah take a breath and slow down. Yeah. But no, it and it you make you make a very valid point. I'm not sure if I can really reasonably argue that. I know that I'll be bringing in some people that will, mm-hmm. which I feel like that's what a lot of this is because again, I'm somewhere in the middle. I. I think you and I have a difference on the on the um the the prevent the pre the pres the presence <laughs> like the like the like how how issue. prevalent it is yeah but it is still an issue but that's all perspective. and and you are you are you're giving me perspective as well which yeah. which I'm I'm glad for and it is making yeah. me me think about a lot of things um I mean I'm not gonna lie I don't know if I can really dis- disagree with that that portion of what you said and it, it's good like yeah. I want to be able to advocate. Um, I get why people argue for white privilege because it's easy to put that statement on people. But what what it, that I feel like that just puts people at a disadvantage at the end of the day. If you're going to sit there and put this barricade of of some, uh, based on something you can't help, you know. Obviously, there's going to be people that are better looking than you, better like just more lucky than you at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, like no matter how many barricades you have in the way, try try to eliminate them and try to tell yourself that you can get to from start to finish. Doing what you want to do, how you want to, do, you know, like as long as you're not stepping on other people to get there, you know. And I feel like that's the main point of why I think it's not constructive to point things to race. And I think that's the whole problem with racism itself is like people point one race to be inferior to another. Isn't it the same thing to, to point one race in ex, like it like not inferior? What's the whatever the opposite of inferior is like being superior? Dominant? Yeah, superior. superior. Yeah, superior. <laughs> obviously, yeah, so superior you're, you're than another. You know, like saying that they're gonna have these things based on and maybe they are going to have more privileges but to say it's because of the race not only does it take away from their achievements and everything they've worked for and everything like they like the ceos as white ceos i'm sure a lot of them have either worked for it or taken what they've given been given and done something with it you know i'm not saying that black people don't do that as much i'm just saying like if like they they shouldn't put these barricades in front of themselves to stop them from that and and we can argue all day about whether the system and society's letting them do that but if it w- wasn't letting them do that but if it wasn't then why are there some successful why are there some people that have done well because they've decided you know what like despite all these barricades i may or may not have i'm going to work for it maybe i have to work a little harder but at the end of the day like if you work if you work for it you're gonna like it will it will pay off you know i don't think people can disagree with that you know and i'll have to give it to you on that one man yeah. until someone comes in with a different rebuttal because i can't really think of anything to to say against that and it's a good point yeah uh, i'm sure that like you said we could argue all day or debate all day or whatever yeah and there's probably something out there that could be used to refute that but yeah. i mean at, at face value that does make a lot of yeah. sense well, I'll let you say any other like points you need to say before I say my my last point that kind of rolls everything back together. But yeah, um, Sorry a lot that. of my stuff is just conclusive that I have that I've saved over time that I, mm-hmm. I wanted to shout out there. Yeah, 
Um, but no, go ahead and make your last point because so, again, everything that I'm the because re- again, everything that I bring up is mainly for you, like the the person I bring in to talk. I yeah. don't want to talk too much. Oh, you're good. Reply. Yeah, I feel like I talk to talk a lot. I don't know. No, no, I'm you're sorry. I'm sure a lot of viewers, like, or listeners will hate that. And I'm sorry. I just wanted to get a lot of it out No, there. go and, ahead. But I really want to ask you a question. Um, this oh, you're asking me a question. Yeah. Ooh, I like, I, I'm kind of asking you. you, but who do you think had a better legacy? Malcolm X or MLK? Seriously, who do you think had a better legacy? Yeah. How many streets can you name that are named after Malcolm X? How many? Let's, None. Let's not, go many? By, let's not go by streets. No, I'm not saying. I'm just giving an example. Like, there's the MLK has put such a, had a, such a big impact and such has a good legacy because of one thing because he saw that violence did not work and that was his main message is that you can't fight fire fire you can't fight hate with hate only love can do that and that's why if the protests that are out there the protests if you want these protests to be effective the goal is to end race all racism in this country okay. it's gonna fail it's gonna fail at the end of the day, if you're if the protest's goal is to end racism is to change the policism. It's it's not gonna work. Only the only like protesting to put new legislation in or change legislation that's putting them at a disadvantage will work because at the end of the day, there's gonna be pe- le- racist people that that are in power. There's gonna be racist people that are that own different companies. There's gonna be those people, whether or not you can prove that they are racist, whether or not you can prove that whatever. Like I could sit here and say that you probably had a better chance at getting scholarships and getting the college than I did because of affirmative action because you. And that, like, I mean, I, I know we don't want to talk about that, but like, it's the, you know, it's the truth. Like, the, like I almost didn't get into college because I, because I'm of affirmative action. I know my, my roommate, I'm not going to say his name, but he did, didn't get into Chapel Hill over somebody. He was like the valedictorian in his school and there was a girl below him, like a couple of weeks below him in his school that got into Chapel Hill because she was a woman, basically. I mean, she had low, worse grades. She had a worse score in overall and everything. And he had like the highest score in his school. And didn't get into Chapel Hill, and he was, and he's a white man, yeah. But I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say that because of, like, affirmative action, but it, I mean, or because of female privilege or whatever. But it is also I forgot to mention earlier. Um, fun fact: Who got uh the rights to vote first, black uh black men or white women? Curious if you know the answer. I gotta think back to history. I'm trying to think when the women's suffrage was, and I'm trying to think when we actually got the right to vote. Yeah. Well. Um, I wa- was it? Yeah, it was bl- yeah, black Black, did. black men. Black yeah. men. Yeah, black men got the right to vote before white women. Which did. I, will, I think it's pretty interesting. That actually brings up an interesting point yeah. that I want to bring in. Do you have a pen? Don't worry about it. I'll remember. I'll remember. Just, There's a pen right there. I got it. I'll remember. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to lead into that. I'm going to lead into... Basically, the, the question I want to get into later is... Um, What's what has been uh what has the worst track record or, or worst history of being uh predominant in America, uh sexism or racism? Um, before I get into that, mm-hmm. um, affirmative action and everything and everything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, God damn it, Brandon, we're going on so many fucking tangents. I can't no, but like we gotta point. cover it because I'm sure a lot of people want to hear all these stuff. You know, like go back, rewind. What did you say? <laughs> Like, we were talking about, like, very pro- about the protest, yep. and about, like, um, we want to go back to the part about the protest, you want to go back to the just part about... Just, whatever you just said. So, I was talking about the protest minute. will only be effective. Thank you, I remember now, I remember For now. the right legislation, you know? So, there, there's something actually, uh, there's a public servant annu- service announcement that I want to read by President Barack Obama, mm-hmm. that I think relates perfectly here. Yeah. Before I do that, I... You you talked about legacy and who had a more uh, dot, like who had a more prevailing effect. Mm-hmm. 
and I this is brought to me and brought in perspective in both my history class that I took at A and T and Alex. I'm curious what your answer is. You still have no, no. I'm going to say Martin Luther King. Okay. However, Martin Luther King would not have gotten as far as he did without Malcolm X. Why is that? I like to equate it between Magneto, oddly enough, and uh, Charles Xavier in Marvel Comics. If you don't know who it is, bear with me. I'm gonna. It's gonna all I come together. Yeah. I know you do. You can't. It's kind of like yin and yang. You can't have one without the other. One definitely took a more peaceful approach. Left behind a legacy as well. It was great. He got a lot done. But you also have to keep in mind that during that time, a lot of those quote-unquote peaceful protests mm-hmm. were considered crimes at that time. Of course, yeah. They Even if they were, you know, minor. With Malcolm X, did he take a more violent approach? Yes. Did he take a more aggressive approach? Yes. But that was needed. Because similarly with what we're going through right now, yes, you have these peaceful protests. They mm-hmm. can work to an extent. Sadly, and I believe this is a sad reality, as harsh as or on whatever mm-hmm. as it may seem, mm-hmm. violence gets more attention. Sure it does, but I let think. me ask you this, Thomas. Do you think that this violence is going to make cops make the society that you think is racist or not like these races more, see these races more like productive and less violent, or do you think they're going to have more prejudices against and, them? You and know? I, I had like, talked about I that exact like same push thing people more. I feel like this whole thing is making race relationships worse at the end of the day. Maybe not the protests necessarily, but the violence, it's like they're just going to see that. They're only going to see the bad, you know? And not everybody's going to see that. People with a, a brain can say, with okay, that's brain. not everybody. Well, um, with, <laughs> not, with a brain. I'm not trying to be mean, but like no. people that can have an open mind can say, you know what? That's not all protesters. That's not even half of them, you know? But and that's like, something the problem is, if you want to, like I said before, if you want people to listen to you, I you can argue that violence is the answer. In my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, but I, it's effective. But is it going to get people to... Listen to you more. Are they gonna, gonna say you're being violent? You're like push. It's just gonna. I feel like in my opinion, it's gonna push people away more. Interesting. In terms of racial relationships and everything, you know, cops so, are gonna be less violent because you're being more violent. You know, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. You know. Um, I don't know. How, it's like something that Lawrence and I brought up because I, I asked him the exact same thing that you asked mm-hmm. me. Don't you think that's just gonna push profiles of stereotypes? Okay. Will okay. it? Yeah. No. It's it's definitely gonna do that to an extent. But but at the end of the day. You have to be able to get some type of point across, yeah. and I can understand right where a lot of this aggression is coming from. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; the people that are that are looting and doing some of these other uh, more violent acts, I, I don't really group them with the protesters. That that's a criminal act, plain and simple. Yeah. But but if you've listened to my previous podcasts, I don't want to speak for them or reiterate because the way they articulated themselves in my previous podcasts are perfect. Mm-hmm. Listen to the one with Lawrence, if you mm-hmm. can. I know there's some editing issues there that I have to go back and fix, mm-hmm. or listen to the one with Cameron. Because Cameron even said, I hate to say it, but I think that some of the pictures I took really only portrayed the worst of the protests. Yeah, I saw that. And then that for idea. Lawrence, yeah. he had said that, um, yeah, but at the same time makes me proud. Because, you know, I don't think it, the violence that we're seeing is not, some of it is, is maleficent. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is to make a statement. And, uh, and I get, the I quote that I always tie to that is that... I completely understand that. And I, at first I thought it was like, oh, I kind of see why people are getting mad and breaking stuff. That's what I said. The first thing I said when I first saw all the violence and riots and stuff, I was like, okay, I could, after watching that clip, I could see why you go on the streets and burn down the police station. I could totally understand that first. But then I look back, I was like, look, if, you, if you're going to look back at this whole protest and violence, what are they, like... I, I could argue what are they going to achieve, but like... Yeah, we can debate about that all. You know, like is that really like it's effective and it's smart and it's it's powerful, but 
if you really want people to listen to you and change their minds, I mean, imagine if I sat there and held the gun up to you and said, you need to listen to my opinion, you know? You're not going to listen to me, are you? No, of course not, you know? It's not going to make you change your opinion. If I sit here and go go into your, like, go into the thought process of someone who's, like, racist, for example, and try to get try to understand them first and then not legitimize them, but, like, understand them and then work through their mind and say, you know what? Why are you thinking this way? What are you doing? What is going on? Why do you see them differently? And you have them question themselves. Have them go into... I'm not trying to say, this is how we solve racism. I mean, there's... No, are we going to really figure out how to solve racism? I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if... I don't know if protests or violence... I don't know what the real answer is. But at the end of the day, I, like I said in the beginning, it is a hard thing. And that's something that only you can change. You have to look at yourself as an individual. Like, you need to focus on yourself first. Make yourself... A better person at the end of the day. Focus on what you struggle with. What you maybe you have just like against other races. Maybe like not you, not you, but no, like, I, I saying, like the listeners about. or whatever. Yeah. You know, like look at yourself first. Do you see Take other races differently? Whether it be because they're more privileged or less privileged, or more violent or less violent. And if you do, if you see that, I'm not gonna sit here and say, "Oh, you're racist," but like work try to change that try to see people as even if you don't like those people try to see them as equal and equally capable in every single way possible and then try to share and show other people and lead other people to that path as well and that will mitigate as much like the racism problems that we have in this country and and something interesting that i'll equate to like the violence with the protest Mm -hmm. too is that it's kind of like the difference between a debate and argument Mm -hmm. um but arguing is also a form of communication of course so like like i said now for me personally and i've said this before but i'd be taking what i'd be partaking in in part of the violence that's going on the protest hell no i'm just not that type of person yeah that that difference for everybody at the end of the day it's going to be different Mm -hmm. but whether it's peaceful or not whether it's a Martin Luther King approach or Malcolm X approach, you're still sending a message. And with who had a more predominant effect, do I agree? I think it was Martin Luther King. But again, Malcolm X would not have gotten where he got without Martin Luther King. And Martin Luther King would not have gotten where he was without Malcolm X. And each had their own effect that helped push certain laws and made certain differences. But that's the thing. And even though they they clashed... They both had good messages. Exactly. At the end of the day... like And they respected each other. Yeah. And they had the same goal. They had the exact same goal. They just had two different ways of going about it. So... Yeah, but what do you want the legacy of this movement to be reflected as? You want it to be mostly peaceful? Do you want it to be split? You know, like... I, I think what? it's been mostly peaceful. Yeah, I sure, think that the, the violence is definitely going to tie that, in you know? there. Um, which I will say, you know, how we go back and look at history of the year of 2020 is definitely going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And how it's written in history books is definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. And I'm very curious to see how it turns out. Um, and so real quick, just to kind of cut that off so we can, we can keep going. Cause mm-hmm. I know we have a lot to say. Yeah. Um, just, just a very simple question. Um, cause I, this just kind of popped into my head. Yeah. I just want to throw it out there. Because it, it, it kind of ties in, kind of doesn't. Yeah. Do you, what do you think, uh, has been worse in the U S racism or sexism? Mm, that's a good question. And not obviously they both exist. And I think, hmm, that's a good question. It is, it is a good it's question because it got me thinking because like, racism like, is bad. I feel like, like sexism has been worse in a lot of ways, but okay, so we can go all day into, oh, <laughs> well, I know we can. Make more man, make it more, blah, 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 you know? But obviously, we both, I feel like as humans, we both agree. Everybody's equally capable, yes. race, gender, yes. whatever. And I feel like as long as you make that the premise of how we hire people and whatever, then then we all we'll be better off. You know, which which I will say is also something very unique about our train of thought mm-hmm. because what would you say? What was your answer to that question? Would you say racism? 
I I would say racism, but sexism is not too far off from from coming Mm -hmm. in first. Because I feel like sexism has been downplayed in history. I feel like like it it was a lot worse than what we Mm -hmm. learned about. I mean, because I mean, you, so it's you not got, just the one race; it's I mean, everybody, you know. Yeah, because like, don't get me wrong. There's women in all races. Minorities <laughs> were were oppressed, mm-hmm. but I mean, women really did not have a yeah. voice. Yeah, because for they were always seen time. as this and this and that. And I'm don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, women should be able to do whatever they want. They should be able to work jobs. They should be able to do all that stuff. They, they, they because they can, you know, exactly. they can. They have the right. But I think a lot. I can understand at the same time a lot of why. Society was structured the way it was in some ways, not in all ways, but not, not even mostly, but some ways where they had women take care. Because, like, at the end of the day, you do need to take care of kids. You need to, uh, as parents, you know, as parents, you do need to raise your kids. You do need to mm-hmm. be at home sometimes. You do but I think women are also stereotyped. Yeah, they're obviously stereotyped to, to do that and that because they have that more nurturing, more emotional side of men and have that more, like, whatever side. And you, we can go into all that and whatever. But I think that's there. But, like, obviously, you have stay-at-home dads and you have moms at work. And... That's totally fine. I'm not saying that we have to have it a certain way, but I can understand why it had been that way for so long. Not to justify it, but like if you look at it, you kind of like it. It worked for in some ways, but if it meant if it if it was at the expense of women being able to do everything that men can do, then that's not really right. You know, that's wrong, and I think most people can agree on that. You know. Yeah. There's Who's nothing inherently different with women, whether it be their body, whether it be their mind. You know, obviously we had all that different minds. Period. Men and women. So there's probably more qualified women to do my jobs that oh. I do than me. <laughs> yeah, and I, I will say women are definitely pushing education and, mm-hmm. and holding off on everything else to really like mm-hmm. put themselves out there, which, I mean, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just it's, this entire thing is mm-hmm. going to be very interesting with the rights and the protest. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, it's crazy, dude. And yeah. that's something Karen and I were, t- were talking mm-hmm. about as well is, you know, like, Again, like half of the people that I've brought on have have agreed with some of the rioting and some mm. of the the violence, and literally, I, I think it's even it, I don't agree with it. I can understand it. I understand a lot of it, but I don't think it's going to be productive. But I was going to ask you something. But speaking about like yeah, women ahead, and men, and uh, we're talking about Congress support. Like, how do we get? Because obviously, we want there to be not only a fair chance for people to get in, which, in my opinion, I feel like how do we make it very, more, very, more balanced very, and more fair? Yeah, I, obviously, in my opinion, I feel like it's become so close to being fair. Obviously. Since there's still people that see things racistly, and people that, uh, uh, most of those people, and there's more more white people in your from your argument, you're saying like out of those white people, some of them are going to be racist, and since there's less black people, there's not going to be as many not hiring whites. So like I get what you're saying. So like my point is, obviously with STEM, for example, we try we're trying to promote more diversity in schools. We're trying mm-hmm. to promote more diversity. We're trying to get more people to how what how do you actually create more diversity in these how do you get more I, I don't, people i have a very simple answer for that because i really do not think it's that hard and whether you're especially for like the judicial systems and mm-hmm. legislative branches a lot of it is is diversified no, no i'm i'm fine a lot of it is diversified <laughs> by political parties mm-hmm. okay that's great mm-hmm. but that's that's not great. I wish they didn't yeah. do that. No, I, I, would, I, I personally think if if I could, well, with STEM for example, how do you think we can get more women, more minorities, more blacks into STEM? More, how do we get? How do we have it more? Not even, not even has to be fifty fifty. Not even has to just represent. I don't those people, but how do we get them more? more I think women? I think fifty fifty is a start for me. What I was, and I'm just gonna give an example. Say mm-hmm. whether it's STEM or another mm-hmm. branch. Say it's ten people, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I I literally say. Mm-hmm. Take, go in a rotation. Take one person in each. Take a Hispanic. Take mm-hmm. an African American. Take yeah. a white. Take a female. 
All right? And just keep doing that. Make sure they're qualified. And if some yeah. end up being more qualified than others, okay, that's fine. There you go. But you want to diversify it as much as possible exactly. to give people a voice. And I think that's what we're Honestly, trying to do. Honestly, do it like I the think, United Nations. Yeah. I think the United Nations mm-hmm. is, is a perfect example. Sure. Some people argue that they don't get enough done. I think they don't get enough done because <laughs> we put too many – no, I, I think we put too many limitations and restrictions on what the UN can do. Okay. That I really do. Okay. Well, I was going to answer your, the question I asked you with – okay, so – I'm not going to sit here and argue that, oh, one reason is less, because I think we already know that, like, like, that we're, that they're not, we're not Granted, saying it that, is that, that point is skewed we're not saying that, like, we're going to, we're not, we shouldn't, in my opinion, I don't think we should lower the standards for minorities or females or blacks in order to get more diversity. Which, that is racism and, in itself, lowering yeah, the standards. I think, yeah, exactly. Members. That's what affirmative action does, though, and it still exists to this day, mm, you know? I, I think affirmative I think, action can tie I think, into it, but I'm like, eh. But, like, here's the thing. Let me, uh, let me say this, like, look, if you look at it like this, if... It's affirmative action lowers the standards. You have less. You have to get a lower score. You have to do all this and that, and in order, and because they want more people to get in. But in that itself, it's kind of saying like they're less qualified, they're less capable, which is just not true. Some most of them are probably more capable, you know, and that's just disingenuous to them. Which, I think, I think is, with STEM, for example, mm-hmm. like they want a lot more women in STEM. There's not many, and I think that's there really of, aren't. I think that's kind of ridiculous, you know. Oh, I, I, I agree. I, I agree. think there's a lot of women in other fields. And, and I feel like there's not enough men in there. I mean, we can argue that. But here's the thing. Like, obviously, we can't just lower the standards for women. To we got to hire the most qualified people. Now, am I saying, does that mean, is that because, is that why all the white people are hired because they're more qualified? Well, no. Um, are we just ignoring the black people who are qualified? Well, I hope not. But, I mean, <laughs> if we are, that's messed up. And that may be racist or sexist, you know? But at the end of the day, we need to go from the ground up and promote the and give these people the resources and opportunities from the beginning. You know, we need to like encourage them, give them incentive to say, you know what, you're not only are you just as capable to do these things, but you like you should you have every desire if you want to be an astronaut, if you want to be a firefighter, if you want to be a, a computer scientist or whatever. You can't do it. Don't look at the race. Don't look at the sex. Whatever. You need to tell them that from the beginning. That's what schools need to be doing. They don't need to be saying, keep reminding us about, oh, they, you guys were so uh, treated so unfairly before. And it's still – like, I feel like doing that is putting them at a disadvantage still to this day. I feel like it's like saying they, they are less qualified when they're not, you know? Like, don't point out the fact that, oh, it's so bad that they're – that there's less women say do something about it go go try it and maybe you'll fail maybe 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 women will find out that like a lot of them want to be but they're not qualified but a lot of them are qualified but are told not to you know there's plenty of like for example i can give uh, people that the women that want to be lawyers or women want to be doctors that were told from a young age from the parents that oh you can't do that you can't do this i think that's no, wrong and, and i agree and, and that's wrong. where the older generation comes in to play mm-hmm. and there, there are a lot absolutely. of pros there, there are a lot of cons and mm-hmm. i and i will say this there's there's definitely been an improvement mm-hmm. with our generation. Mm-hmm. I think, for me personally, I mm-hmm. think racism, sexism, will it exist? Yeah, but I think it's eventually where we're getting to the point where it's almost going to die out. Mm-hmm. I think exactly. I think our generation is the most accepting generation yeah. so far. Exactly. And yeah. I think, especially with like me and you talking, like our mindset mm-hmm. and the way we were raised, I think more people are being raised that way. Mm-hmm. And so, like by the time that we're we're sixty, right? Yeah. And again, I'm just giving an example. I could be wrong about this. Who knows? This is yeah. just this the is just how I look at it. Yeah. But a lot of the older people that that have been racist or were like that or sexist or whatever are dying out. They they are, and sure. so by the time that we get to their age, I, I and, like we, the and we look at everything, this, you know? yeah, and we look at everything. I think I think we're definitely going to be in a better world fifty years from now. Mm-hmm. And right now we're in 2020. 
But let's not try to put point fingers at people and say this and that. Let's try to say, you know what? We are all capable and we are all to blame at the end of the day. Both sides are to blame let at me the end ask of you, the day. Let me ask you a quick question. So you're, you're still religious, I'm assuming, correct? Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. so okay, I don't care. I'm just asking because there's a quote I'm going to say yeah. that I saw on Instagram that really got me thinking about this. Mm -hmm. I think this is where it ties in. Whether mm -hmm. and I, I don't know, people can disagree with this or agree with mm -hmm. it. I personally agree with it. Yeah. I think this is happening now too mm -hmm. because there was a quote and God said, I needed to move you or you would have not have moved on your own. And I, I think that's part of why we're doing this. I think we're giving, giving society that final push mm -hmm. this year or however long it may last. All right. And, and I, I think, 2,120, I, I guess. You know, but I, I think that's it. You know, I think, I think a year from now, I mean, it's crazy. We're, we're already halfway into the year and all mm -hmm. this stuff is gone. Yeah. What's well, going to happen? Yeah. It, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, and I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. I used to, I used to think that the world was was so much shittier growing up. I mean, I looked at how we were treating the environment. I looked at how people. Oh, were dude, acting. I'd love to talk about the environment, dude. Like, yeah, I'd love to. But I, I, looked at I think all... we find a lot more common ground on that actually. Oh no, without a doubt, yeah. dude. I'm an environmentalist all the way. Like, don't like, even. Yeah, I love. Which, which I will say, one of my Maybe biggest pet peeves. Podcast, which yeah. I will say, one of my biggest pet peeves, because I'm just throwing it out there, so you know that I bring it in. Yeah. About Donald Trump is that he took us out of the climate accord. Oh and yeah. And he also well. But a diff different conversation. Yeah, different just run it out there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just you know, looking at everything, I, I think we've made a lot of progress, and who knows mm -hmm. how this will all turn out. Yeah. Cameron was talking with us. Yeah. About, I mean, I agree with him on is that these protests are not going to eradicate racism in one day. No, not but even. I here, think it know. definitely helps bring awareness yeah, to the does. issue, e whether like... it's whether it's smaller than what most people or not smaller. Sorry, whether mm -hmm. it's less. Um, prevalent than most people mm -hmm. think it is, or whether it's more prevalent than people yeah. think it is, I think it's still tackling that issue. Yeah. I don't think it's going to suppress racism. Yeah, it's not. I like, think I think it's going to help a lot. But but at the but the but at the end of the day, let's try not to point the the point is we should not try to point the finger at one group or another. White white people should not be pointing the group at black people. Black people should not be doing the reverse. You know, we shouldn't be saying oh white village or oh crime this. You know, it's not going to do anything. You know, at the end of the day, we got to say we both are at fault. We're all everybody human race is at fault. For, for for the history of its past, but let's not point the blame at us when we weren't even the ones that put these things in in the first place. It's our parents and grandparents, you know. Exactly. And at the end of the day, as long as we take responsibility for ourselves first and then try to work on, help other people work on themselves and help them work on themselves, you know, then we can make real change, you know. Don't, because I'm not saying everybody in Black Lives Matter is doing that, but some of them are. Some of them are saying, your fault, your fault, you know. And we need to work from ourselves inward and then from inward out, you know, not outward in, you know. And okay. Maybe, that, maybe that's just my perspective. Maybe that's my opinion. But maybe. And then that's fine. Agree. That's what makes us all different. So yeah. Because I said everything in here I needed to say. I'm really? sorry. I'm, yeah. Pretty no, much. okay. You're fine. Well, we, I mean, yeah. we're only at an hour and 30. So I'm hour actually, so that yeah, was I'm actually a, impressed. Like, that I was thought, a, from the first podcast and then 30 minutes in this one? Yeah. Well, if anybody's still listening, <laughs> I am terribly sorry you had to listen to that long of a 
of a podcast. I am sorry if you had to listen to I mean, it's only an hour and a half of their life. Yeah, like you know, I'm sure you guys have things you'd rather do. You don't want to hear some white guy talk about no, I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> no privilege and all this crap. I'm just kidding. But, uh, I but mean, no, either way, real. man, like it's, it's important because I don't I hope want that people serious listen to be. This, have yeah. still listen to this one because it's good to hear both. You need to hear both sides. And even hear the people that have no points on one side or the other that are just completely flawed. Listen to those people and say, why are they flawed, you know? Yeah. And that will strengthen your beliefs and whatnot. But anyway, is there anything you would like to bring up that's um, very, very important? Not that I can think of in, in, in particular, man. Because I think we need to have a... I want to talk about the environment thing after the podcast. Yeah, sure, no, definitely. I think um, you'll be surprised on what I feel about that. No, you're good. Um, I, I will say, for anyone still listening, uh, and I'm going to go back over this audio, yeah. I have a feeling we'll be fine. I, I don't think we talk too fast. I'm using voice memos this time. I think yeah. everything will be clear, so, you know, we'll Hopefully. check it out. Um, but, yeah, and, you know, I'll, I'll, in my other podcast, yeah. you know, we gave some statistics. We gave some facts. Brandon mm-hmm. just uh, accounted some stuff that I thought was interesting. This mm-hmm. one's going to be more conceptual talk, yeah. and that's fine. Because at the end of the day, you know, listen to this, share with friends, have the discussions, whether mm-hmm. you're here or not. I hope, Catherine, um, I hope you're listening to this, by the I, way. I, I, I do want to bring yeah. up really quickly Thank some you. of the videos that you had sent me. Oh, yeah. Um, of course. A lot of it was either debunking systemic racism or some of it was, was talking about, like Ben Shapiro talking about um, conscious versus unconscious bias mm-hmm. or whatever, which I, I disagree with that completely. I think that there is definitely like conscious bias. Oh, of course there's... He's not like, saying that there isn't necessarily... He's saying that like, how can we fight against something that's either conscious it, or even unconscious? Intangible. You know, how can we put legislation? How can we fight... And yeah, how can we fight something that's, like you said, ghost of a ghost, you know? Like, how do we I think point it's fingers with, at people like that? I think it's, it's just with societal behavior. Honestly, what? I think it's just... Yeah, it's based on actions, you know? And yeah. and it, even if it is based on actions, like... Oh, there, there is something I want to bring yeah. up. Thank you for reminding me. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're fine, dude. I just, I remember it at the last second. I feel like we're going on all these things, but hey, it's okay, you know? Yeah, like, I, I want to read this people. off. And Maybe we should link some of the videos I sent. Like, or that, like, I do. I do. Yeah, I also yeah, have yeah. to link... I have to go back in the description for the podcast that I had with Catherine. Yeah. And link the video that we talked about. Yeah. So if you could send that to me, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah I'll send you um, the videos. But the reason why I sent those videos was not to say, oh, you're wrong, you're wrong. I found it. Was, it was more of just to say, here's what other people are saying, you know, that might just kind of take away a lot of the arguments that... Or feel like they're one side, you know? And maybe those someone's arguments that you were one side. Maybe. I'll, I'll give you that. But, like, at the end of the day, I'm just trying to show people that there are two sides of the story. And you have to look at, like, what is the real truth, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I, I do want to end with is this public service that this public service announcement mm-hmm. that Barack Obama had made. Yeah. And I think this is where you and I will agree, especially when it comes to voting. Sure. Um... And I'm just going to read it, and then, you know, we can reply. Because it's a little lengthy, but bear with me. Because this this, means, this pertains to voting. If you feel the way you do, whether you're part of the protest or not, whatever you're feeling, voting matters. And again, mm-hmm. with our generation, we're so much more accepting yeah, that our voter turnout matters it's so, so much. It's so low, it's, so, it's, it's depressing how it's low it is. It's so bad. Like, nobody cares about politics right now. And that's the problem. We know Because we don't want to talk about it because people get offended and too sensitive. It's and, one thing to not want to associate yourself with politics or political yeah. parties. But at the end of the day, you need to vote. You need to you find need out to. what you, you need to. You need and to, that's need a to. self-reflection. A lot of people are not being encouraged to self-reflect anymore these days. And they're not being encouraged to talk about it in school. Oh, if you want to get on about... top with self-reflection, we can yeah. definitely go on that like, too. Not even just self-reflection, but people are not being – people are being disencouraged by – about representing what they believe. I don't know if you noticed they even had this on. 
But, uh, I mean, I, like I said, I may yeah, not agree with the president that yeah, you like, but, well, but you're allowed kudos to, to I, you. I understand people that don't agree Kudos with to you for voicing your opinion, man, because I know so many people that are afraid of voicing their if opinion. If you have I the same, similar opinion I do, come, talk about it. Talk. You should not, whether you have an opinion that disagrees with me or agrees with me, talk about it. Don't. You need to grasp onto your beliefs, find the truth first, exactly. and then speak out, you know? And like, again, there's a difference between debating we're, we're, and arguing. There's, there's not enough... People, Hell people, yeah, some people are in the middle, undecided. They have no idea, and they don't care. And that's the problem. That's why there's not not enough change being doing. What's who's gonna want to be the the congressman of some place or the mayor of this town and that? Town? Who's gonna want? No, there's no interest in having these positions positions in our generation anymore. You know, like there just isn't. Nobody's being incentivized to do that. They're they're, they're they, we've got the internet. We've got all these other opportunities that and interests that are replacing that. And what's gonna happen when we don't have qualified or like people with like some sort of like Degree to do those positions, yeah, I, I, or just like people with some sort of like, what's the what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, gusto, motivation, not just motivation, desire, but like uh, integrity, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. enough integrity to be able to make the right decisions and mm. do what people want for you know, instead of just making these rash, brash, authoritative decisions or things that put other people at disadvantages. You know, like there are plenty of people in this Thanks, world that man. are probably the most qualified people to lead this country or lead the positions that make make real change. And the problem, and the reason why, the reason we, this is how we need to make real changes by encouraging people to fill those positions and and get not just by just fill them, but get educated enough to do it. Do what you need to do to fill those positions. You know. Agreed, man. We need to talk. We need to. Um, know. but yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and read this off, and then we'll yeah. we'll kind of bring it to a close. Go ahead. So, uh, again, this was made by President Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. As millions of people across the country take to the streets and raise their voice in response to the killing of George Floyd. The ongoing problem of unequal justice, many people have reached out asking how we can sustain momentum to bring about real change. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's going to be up to a new generation of activists to shape strategies that best fit times. Mm-hmm. But I believe there are some basic lessons to draw from past efforts that are worth remembering. Mm-hmm. First, the waves of protest across the country represent a genuine and legitimate frustration over a decades-long failure to reform police practices and the broader criminal justice system in the United States. The overwhelming majority of participants have been peaceful, courageous, responsible, inspiring. They deserve our respect and support, not condemnation for something that police in cities like Camden and Flint have commendably understood. On the other hand, the small minority of folks who've resorted to violence in various forms, whether out of genuine anger or mere opportunism, are putting innocent lives at risk. Compounding the destruction of neighborhoods that are often already short on services and investment, or detracting from the larger cause. I saw an elderly black woman being interviewed today in tears because of the only grocery store in her neighborhood had been trashed. If history is any guide, that store may, have, may take years to come back, so let's not excuse violence or rationalize it or participate in it. If we want our criminal justice system and American society at large to operate on a higher ethical code, then we have to model that code ourselves. Second, I've heard some suggest that the recurrent problem of racial bias in our criminal justice system proves that only protests and direct action can bring about change, and that voting and participation in electoral politics is a waste of time. I could not disagree more. Yeah, I can't either. The point of protest is to raise public awareness, to put a spotlight on injustice, and to take the powers that are uncomfortable. In fact, throughout American history, it's often been in response to protests and civil disobedience that the political system has even paid attention to marginalized communities. But eventually aspirations have to be translated into specific laws and institutional practices. And in a democracy, 
That only happens when we elect government officials who are response to our who are responsive to our demands. Mm-hmm. Moreover, it's important for us to understand which levels of government have the biggest impact on our criminal justice system and police practices. When we think about politics, a lot of us only focus on the presidency and the federal government. And yes, we should be fighting to make sure that we have a president, a Congress, a United States Justice Department, and a federal judiciary. Oh, is this a tweet? <laughs> this is a public service announcement. Oh, yeah, I'm almost done. Uh, and yes, we should be fighting to, to make sure that we have a president, Congress, blah, 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 that actually recognize the ongoing corrosive role that racism plays in our society mm-hmm. and want to do something about it. But elected officials who matter most in reforming police departments and the criminal justice system work at the state and local levels. It's mayors and county executives that appoint most police chiefs and negotiate collective bargaining exactly. agreements. Okay. Yeah. Now, again, this, this goes on and, you know, then it says yeah. district attorneys and state attorneys yeah. that decide whether or not to investigate, ultimately charge those involved with police misconduct. But the bottom line is this. Mm-hmm. If we want to bring about real change... The choice isn't between protest and politics. We have to do both. We have to mobilize to raise, to raise awareness, and we have to organize and cast our ballots to make sure that we elect candidates who will act on reform. Finally, the more specific we can make the demands for criminal justice and police reform, the harder it will be for elective, elective officials to just offer lip service or play face mm-hmm. so they can get elected. Mama's said all this. Yeah. Jeez. And the starting point... Um, you know, he included links below and everything else, but, um, if you're interested in taking concrete action, we've also dedicated site to the Obama Foundation. Yeah, all that stuff, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, the point dude, is, I mean, I, voter turnout, man, dude, vote. Dude, I agree with everything he just said. Like, literally yeah. everything. Like, kudos to him for saying that, because that's all we need right now. Like, literally, exactly. like, he's, he's absolutely right, you know? Like, your voice is part of, your vote is part of your voice, you know? You're... The, the what puts the laws in place, what puts the people that put the laws in place, you know, like the Congress and everything, they're the ones putting the laws in yeah, place. Yeah. And honestly, dude, I'm so curious. I I, I yeah. pray that there is a day where we have a hundred percent voter turnout, and dude, I'm very I, curious to see what would happen. That's well. That's why, like, I know in like the UK and like Europe, I think they some of them require they require ID, and I'm pretty sure they require to vote, don't they? Aren't they required? I'm to vote? not sure. I'm pretty sure I'm, in the UK they sure. are required to vote. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. But I know they're required to have ID. I think for one, we need to require people to have ID, and then they'll say, "Oh, that's racist because that black people can't get ID." Of course they can. Get, you know, you name a black person that doesn't have an ID. I mean, most of them do. I'm pretty sure. Now I, I will ID, say you know? that it it does suck a little bit because um, for the most part, like vote, voting is pretty easy. Now, yeah. if you've had a felony or mm-hmm. if you've recently had something with prison or something like that. I know that that can interfere with your ability to vote because voting is a right. And I totally get that. But at the same time, I feel like they're, and not a lot because I feel like it's fair to the extent and I haven't done enough research to know, Mm -hmm. but if you have had some type of misdemeanor or something and you are trying to change your life or maybe, maybe lower the amount of time, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, give, I, I just, I like when people vote. Yeah. I think that needs to be enforced. If we want more people to vote, we have to encourage more debate. We need to encourage more, like, we need to encourage more talk about and research on politics. We need to encourage more founding beliefs and like and you un- said, and more common integrity. ground. Not even, yeah, more integrity, more common ground. We need to find more common ground between both sides because there's not just two sides. I mean, there's, there's, it's a whole spectrum of two sides, mm-hmm. you know, and 
And we need to not just shut people out because of what side they're on. You just can't do that. And that's because that's isolation. It's alienating, you know? You can't alienate people because of their race, because of their gender, or because of their beliefs. You just can't because then you lose the argument automatically. You just do, you know? I agree. That's what the whole point is. You have to be open-minded as much as possible. Well, um, at that, we're clocking in about an hour and 45 minutes. So, so you want to make the wrap-up statements, I guess? Yeah, I mean, for me, I've, I've pretty much said everything I wanted to say. I wanted to close with that. Um, mm-hmm. Brandon, thank you for joining me, man. Thank you well, for, for making have, your way if down. If any viewers can ask you, any, if they have any questions for me, they can ask you. Oh, actually, better. Well, yeah, I mean, if you want to... I don't know, say do that. Um, well, no, like, if they could ask you, like, say, oh, what does he mean by this? Or, yeah, like, you guys have you my know, social media. Some people will be like, what is he talking about? You know, like, whatever. Because yeah, I'm sure we went over a lot, and, you know, that's that's fine. Some people may not understand me. Some people may disagree. If you, you're, you have your right to, so. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't want to give away his, like, social media or anything like that. No. But, you know, <laughs> message, message me if you want to talk to him. I'll direct you to him. Um, or just ask me questions, you know. So send me stuff that people are saying. Whatever, yeah, no, totally, dude. Whatever it is, you know. Um... But yeah, if you're if you are still listening with us, thank you again for, for yeah. joining us on this journey. I plan on having at least three more episodes before I bring a conclusion to these series. If you That's feel like you have something to say or want to be on, DM me, mm-hmm. message me, try to get in contact with me. Um, other than that, if it's morning for you, good morning. Mm-hmm. Thank, you, thank you. Thank you for night. <laughs> yeah, if, it, if it's night for you, it's middle of the day for you. Have a good day. I mean, yeah. I mean, good evening. Thank you for sharing your your final moments with us before you head off to bed. You should probably go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for wasting an hour yeah. and uh, forty five minutes yeah. of your life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Part two. But, um, yeah. but yeah. Um. Thank you. And that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. See you guys. Peace.